0: is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV show, The Walking Dead. Hey folks, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead podcast number 221, recorded Monday, July the 13th, 2015. And uh, Jason, you're coming to us from a remote location this time.
1: Yeah, very, uh, very remote. Well, not
0: all that remote. It's uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Your hometown? My hometown. I'm at my mom's house right now. That's good. This, I've been, just so everyone knows, uh, listeners, I've been bugging Jason to get his mom to come on and say something into the microphone, but I don't think it's going to happen. Not, uh, not tonight. No, she's not interested. (laughs) She's just not interested in the silly little things that her son does. Yeah, that, that internet thing is just, it's not worth spending time on. All here. Right. Well, you're in Sault Ste. Marie, you're up there visiting your mom, and just coincidentally, I came across an article today in uh, reported on the CBC News website, and it's an article about uh, Lonely Planet. You know Lonely Planet, the popular travel guides? I do. Well, someone got upset because they described some towns in northern Canada a little bit unfavorably. Really? In, including Sault Ste. Marie. And they said that Sault Ste. Marie is dreary and not the prettiest town. Well, it depends on when they
1: came. Like, if they came in February, I would agree. But uh, if they come in the midst of July, like I'm here now, it's actually very, very lovely. It's quite nice. All the trees are in bloom. All the trees are in bloom. It depends on where they go, too, right? If they just kind of, you know, peek
0: into the edge of town and go, ooh, and then leave, then uh, they're idiots. How do you feel about other towns being described as the middle of nowhere and winter like a Siberian nightmare? Well, that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's not an unfavorable review. It's not Siberian. We're not that far north, but uh, it uh, winters can be kind of harsh here. Lots of lots of snow.
0: Yeah. Well, I I just thought it was funny that I happened to come across this like two hours ago. And uh, on the same day that you are recording from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Lovely Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. The gateway to the north, it's called. I've been there. It's a very nice town. Right on the border with, uh, what, Michigan? Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Oh, they have the same name on the other side? They have the same name on the other side. Wow, isn't isn't that nice? It is nice. All right. Anyways, we're not here to talk about your hometown. We can do that, did that on another podcast, the uh, Sault Ste. Marie Travel Guide. Let's talk about uh, Capuscasing. Casing. Did they say anything about Capuscasing? No, they didn't. I think they mentioned Sudbury, North Bay, one other one maybe. Yeah, well, that's the, the triad is uh, Sudbury, Sault Ste. Marie, North Bay. Yeah, that's right. What what about Capuscasing?
1: Nothing. I just wanted to know if they said anything about <laughs> capuscasing. What about Timmins, anything like that? No,
0: Timmins is way up there, man.
1: Yeah, not that far. How far from the Sioux is it? Uh, it's a ways, but it's not that. Far. I mean,
0: nothing's terribly far from the Sioux. All right, except for you know Thunder Bay. It's like another twelve hours. <laughs> oh my God, that's that's way too far. Uh, but you know what's way too boring? This conversation. So this let's conversation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's move on to something else. First, I want to just remind everyone that we do have our Fear the Walking Dead contest going on right now. What we are asking you to do is take a guess at what they are going to call the undead in the new show, Fear the Walking Dead. And the prize we're going to give away is some really cool hand-painted zombie action figures by a friend of the show, Adam. He's a mm-hmm. graphic designer. So keep sending those in. We've got lots of uh, entries so far. And we now know when Fear the Walking Dead is going to premiere on TV. And I was going to announce this later, but it seems to make a little bit more sense to do it right now. So the premiere for that show is going to be august 23rd august 23rd right so our contest will end at the moment that show opens like the minute before the show broadcasts on august 23rd i'm going to assume that's 9 p.m but i don't know for sure
1: yeah so as soon as it starts to air contest is closed pretty much pretty much yeah contest entry is closed
0: that's right. And we'll figure out who the winner is some point after that. Remember, there were some rules that we went over in the last podcast about, you know, they have to, it has to be uh, one of the primary characters. They have to know that the the zombie is actually dead and not just sick or something like that. Things like that. But uh, it'll be They have to winter. say it more than once. They have to say it more than once, too. Yeah. That's right. So that's ongoing. Keep sending those in- entries in. TalkingDeadPodcast at gmail.com to do that. All right. The real reason we're here is because it's a big, it was a big, exciting weekend in the world of comics, movies, and stuff like that, because San Diego Comic Con just finished. It's the big weekend in cons. Pretty much the big weekend in cons. There's a lot of cons when you think about it. Every city has their own. Comic Con, But San Diego is the biggest one. And this is when AMC always releases a trailer for their show mm-hmm. and generally announces the premiere date, which they did this year as well. So they did not disappoint. True to form. True to form. And we are going to talk about the trailer for the main show, as we always do, break it down, just uh, sort of go scene by scene through it. And then this year, we have the bonus of being able to talk about the Fear of the Walking Dead trailer, so that'll be fun too. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't think there's anything else to do in terms of a preamble here, so why don't we just get right into this trailer? Are you going to follow along the video like you usually do? Yeah. No, I I have it all set up, queued up, ready to go. Good. It's about time you watched it for the first time, so.
1: Yeah. Well, I figured, you know, I might as well wait for the podcast to see it. Yeah, exactly. I'm kidding. I've seen it like 15 times so far.
0: (laughs) That's what I do. I watch it like a good five to 10 times through just watching it. And then I'll go through and sort of pause it every time I want to like get a better look at something. And I'll do that five or six times. And then I'll do the same thing again just to make a bunch of notes about it. So I've seen this thing at least 20 times now. Right. Well, good for you. All right. Well, let's just get into it. So like last year, just... In terms of general format, the thing is kind of in two parts. There's the main part, and then it sort of ends, and then we get a bonus bit at the end. If you recall last year, they did that, and they showed um, they showed some stuff with Beth in the hospital at the end. Really out of context. You don't know what's going on, but it just gives you a little hint about something different happening. Mm-hmm. And they did that this year, too. But the first half, or the first uh, three quarters of it, is all about stuff going on really... At Alexandria. Right. And we open with Rick running. I don't know if he's running to something or from something. He's just I running. I think when you're running, you're
1: doing both. Uh, just as a general rule, you're always running from or to and or to something.
0: No, I would say you're always running to something, but you might, you may or may not be running from something. Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I guess it's a glass half full, half empty Kind of thing.
0: Kind of. He's running. He's he's really hoofing it, though. And he's running down the highway. And we have some voiceover of Rick and Morgan. And now I think the first few lines we get here are from previous episodes. We hear them say things like, you can't come back from this. Good people always die. Um, Morgan says, I'm a killer, Rick, and you are too. And then we get a quick recap of Rick shooting Pete just as Morgan shows up. So that's just to Remind us where we are, what we're doing, what we, you know, what we saw in the season five finale.
1: A little bit of context.
0: Exactly. And we move into some shots of Alexandria. We see Deanna in the pool of blood left by Reg. His body is no longer there, but she still is. We see things like Enid. Remember Enid? I do. She's approaching the gate of Alexandria. We see Deanna up on the wall, and it says PNL number one. R. Monroe on the, on the wall, uh, on the inside of the wall where she's standing. Right. And I got to figure that's panel number one, Reg Monroe. Right. They've named the panel. It's almost, uh, well. (laughs) They probably didn't name the panel. Well, it's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the marking for panel number one. This is the start of our wall right here. I guess so. Right. Makes sense, doesn't it? Sure. (laughs) All right. Um, we get more voiceover. Uh, Rick is reminding us that the Alexandrians have been there from the start, and they don't know how to survive. So a little bit more sort of recap again, because these are sorts of things we we already know. And we see Rick's hand reaching for the map, right? The map that uh, uh, um, that brought Morgan to Alexandria, right? Mm-hmm. And. What else? Rick saying to Morgan he doesn't take chances anymore, which Morgan agrees with. And, uh, you know, most of the voiceover to this point, I think, really leads us to believe that Rick is talking to Morgan. But as we know, they tend to try to fool us with these trailers and yeah, do some creative editing.
1: It's, it's tough to tell uh, who he's actually talking to, but they, I, I agree with you that they do uh, imply that he's talking to Morgan.
0: Yeah. Now, we do see a scene, though, where they, are, they do appear to be in the same room having a conversation, and Rick is really bloody. Like, he's still covered in blood. And so I think what happens here is they pick up right where season five left off, and we see Morgan and Rick talking sort of in a house somewhere, tr- probably Rick trying to explain what the hell's going on. Right. He like he hasn't even cleaned up yet, right? So um which which is interesting. I mean, this will be maybe the first time we pick up immediately the new season where the previous season left off.
1: Yeah, I think you are correct sir.
0: <laughs> I may be correct. I don't know. It just with him all bloody like that. I mean, you would think he's bloody from something else. So
1: Oh, and he might be. I mean, this is a pretty messed up world. He might be covered in blood for a completely different
0: reason. Well, he does get he does get uh, you know, covered in gore fairly frequently, actually, Rick, when you think about it. Yeah. So maybe you're right, but I think it's still nighttime, too, so I'm going to go with same night. You know that uh, night happens almost every day, right? Almost. Almost. Yeah. So it could be a different night, is what I'm saying. I suppose. I suppose. Um, next, we see a whole bunch of walkers outside the gate, and Rick is on the inside. He He fires a shot into the air, so... What do you think he's doing here? Is he leading the walkers along the wall by shooting straight up?
1: Yeah, he's trying to get them to come around to a specific point in the wall.
0: Like, he's leading them around around the outside. I wonder for what purpose, though. Like, is he he's trying to get them away from the gate, maybe? Or is he just trying to move them to somewhere else where they can be dealt with a little easier? I think that second that second option. He's he's bringing them
1: around to the where the you know the strong point is where the people are. Get them away from the the weak point so that they don't uh, knock down the wall there. That they try and knock down the wall where they're
0: uh, the humans are the strongest. Right. You know, and I guess it. I guess the main thing here is that's an awful lot of zombies outside the wall.
1: It is. There's uh, there's at least twenty.
0: <laughs> Maybe even more. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we also have some shots of a, what looks to be sort of a full town meeting, like everybody is there, or at least everybody we know, plus a bunch of other people that we don't seem to know. Like there was some people in that meeting that I didn't recognize. Yep. And Rick now is actually cleaned up and he's saying things like, we'll make this work. We'll keep this place safe. We'll keep our families safe. So this seems to be just them discussing what to do next and how they're going to handle like you know, the difference of opinion on, you know, how to keep Alexandria going. Yep. Um, Intercut this with shots, a lot of shots of many of our characters outside the town killing zombies. So it's Mm -hmm. not like they're hanging around inside the walls talking the whole time. They're clearly going out to do stuff. And by stuff, I mean kill zombies. Right. And let's see, we see Rick by himself. We see Michonne with Abraham, Rosita, Glenn, and I think Maggie. Um, but in that, there's a shot there where, is that Maggie? Do you have it in front of you standing there?
1: Uh, I don't know because,
0: uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly which shot you're talking about. It, it's a group with the people I listed. Glenn is there, Maggie. And I just thought it was weird because Maggie looks like she's staring straight at the camera, <laughs> which I thought right. was weird and maybe as an outtake that they used for the trailer or something.
1: What's going on in the shot that you're talking about?
0: Um, well, I don't have it in front of me, but they are, it's, it's probably pretty quick. They're standing and it's, uh, hmm, no, I think they're just standing in a group on the side of the road. Oh, I see. Now I'm at the shot, I think.
1: Anyway, it's hard to tell.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's Maggie. You'd think she's like right there. It's, I don't know. It seems to be a weird shot. Um, one other thing we see here soon though, is we see Glenn firing a gun and Nicholas is right behind him. Now, if you recall, him and Nick have had a bit of a problem at the end of season four. Nick tried to kill him multiple times. So yep. I think this is an interesting bit where, I don't know, I mean, have they like buried the hatchet, so to speak? Or is there still going to be a lot of tension between those two? I think they kissed and made up. You think so, eh? Yeah, I really do. They're just buddies now? Yeah. Okay, I guess try to kill me four times, I live, you might as well give up if you can't beat him, join him kind of thing.
1: That's how, uh, when I was uh, when I was in grade school, I exclusively made friends by getting into in fight with kids.
0: I'd get into a fight and then we'd be friends. I I guess. You don't hurt each other too bad and then you move on from there.
1: Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, granted, neither one of us tried to kill each other, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I did make friends that way. So, you know, it's a, it's a bonding experience getting into a fist
0: fight with somebody. All right. Well, maybe that's what happened here, because I'm I'm not so sure they're best buddies yet. But they seem to be out there together. Because there's more shots later too of Glenn and Nick together. Um, let's—they're yeah, going to be sharing a sleeping bag. I bet you <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> a one-man <laughs> tent for those two guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we go back to—I think we go back into the town meeting, and we see a new actor. Did you recognize the guy who says, so we're all just supposed to fall in line behind you? Talking to Rick, I, I guess. I did recognize uh, the face, but I don't know from where. All right. Well, his name is Ethan Embry. And you may remember him from such films as Vegas Vacation, in which he played Rusty Griswold. Uh, yes, Rusty. <laughs> he won the car. He, won a, he put a dollar in, won a car, put a dollar in, won a car, put a dollar in, won a car. Yeah, Rusty. That's it. <laughs> so that's Ethan Embry. Um, I didn't recognize him at first, but my wife was in the room. She watched the trailer and like, hey, there's Rusty from Vegas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be. Uh, I I wouldn't put that past her at all. So he's new. We didn't know he was going to be part of the show. He's a new casting, a new cast member. I I think uh, you know it'd be
1: great if he was Rusty. If this character was Rusty from the vacation, Vegas vacation
0: movie. That was, or, or, you know, if if his name was just Rusty, that'd be okay. Yeah. Well then of course, I just assume that it's the same Rusty Griswold. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's a pretty recognizable guy to be joining the cast. So I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes a, um, maybe more than a guest star. Maybe maybe he's going to work in as a series regular. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Um, Then we get a shot of somebody whom I couldn't really tell who it was, maybe Nicholas, maybe it was Rusty Griswold, but he's being chased by some walkers and suddenly Rick dives out of the side bushes and tackles him just before he runs off a cliff. Right. So I
1: think that cliff is going to play a major part in uh, at least one of the episodes because there's another shot of uh, a huge ravine.
0: There is. There's Coming a up. There's a shot later on of the two of them lying on the ground and a couple of walkers or kind of what looked like parts of walkers falling over the cliff. But yeah. uh, from what I can tell happened here is guy one is being chased by zombies. Rick dives and saves him. Zombies can't stop in time and go off the cliff. Right. Now, do you think there's going to be more to it than that? Because I think there might be. Um, I'm not sure. Well, no, I don't know. I think there could be... Um, this big group of zombies we saw Rick leading along the outside of the Alexandria fence what if he's changing their direction so that they can lead them towards this cliff ah and this oh is, yeah this is how they're going to deal with a massive herd of walkers at their door
1: right like run them off a cliff like
0: uh, like the buffalo that's right or lemmings or le- well lemmings do it to, to themselves well that's true that's true uh, but mass group of of animals or zombies going off a cliff I think that may be the plan here i don't know i think that's uh that's a very interesting uh analysis and i and I think that would be that would be neat so let's hope so I think it would be fun to watch actually it would be sort of cool to see i mean this group of zombies that we we are we we do get more shots of later on but it's pretty huge it's uh it's really big. I read somewhere that they used 654 Walker extras for the season six premiere. Wow. Um, and then of so course they digitally add a whole bunch more.
1: Right. So more than 20,
0: my original estimate of the number of zombies outside the wall. Uh, so there's more than that for sure. Yeah. There's more than 20, definitely. Yep. Okay. Um, but, but like this might be the first, cause we've encountered huge herds of them before, but I mean, the, the characters and the story hasn't really had to deal with it, right? They encountered them and then they got stuck in them when they were on the way to, where was it? On the way to somewhere to get something. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I know that helps a lot. It was like a medical school or something like that. It was um, those
1: guys that were on their way to get something and they encountered some zombies and they had to
0: go around them or something. It's when Tyrese, he gets left behind. He goes into full Tyrese rage mode and, and then you but don't- they we're going to the big stop.
1: No, were they?
0: They were yeah, no on, they were on their way to uh, like a medical school or something for supplies uh oh. crap whatever I can't remember um but so what I'm trying to say is we've seen huge herds of zombies like that but our characters have never really had to deal with it they've always kind of ran away or avoided them so if we have a giant herd outside the gate all of a sudden maybe this is gonna be the first time they uh they really have to deal with it, and this is the plan they come up with. Lead them along the wall, change their direction, go towards the cliff, push them all off. You know what's weird? Tell me what's weird. <laughs> you know, when uh, Rick dives out
1: of the trees and uh, tackles that guy before he goes off the cliff, mm-hmm. uh, Rick just, uh, it's a wide shot, and then Rick magically comes out from behind a tree uh, going full speed. Yeah. And he did not go behind that tree prior to him coming out from behind that tree. So it it's an obvious uh you know effect where they've uh, removed him from like the from before the tree and it's just they're using this tree as a as a surprise here comes this guy but it's just it's rather obvious and It's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I looked through, I looked at that shot many, many times, and you're right. You can't see Rick before he dives out of not very dense bushes either. Like, it's just sort of a light tree there, and you'd think he'd be running from the side full on, but he just kind of magically appears.
1: Yeah, he's uh, obviously has a portal gun. I mean, that's the only (laughs) real explanation. Yes,
0: and he portals in, comes out, or he shoots himself out of a portal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because speedy thing goes in, speedy thing comes out. So what he did was uh, maybe he uh, put the, uh, the exit portal there and then he jumped off the cliff with the portal gun uh, and then before he landed, he uh, shot the entrance to the portal and uh, used his momentum from jumping off the cliff to knock this guy away. Which is genius, except that he's got to be able to remove the portals before the zombies hit the portals, or they're going to come flying out of the exit portal themselves. And
0: that's just a nasty mess waiting to happen. Somebody has played a lot of Portal. <laughs> I want to play Portal again. I kind of miss it. Oh, I know. My kids uh, enjoy playing it a little bit now, so sometimes it's on. It's a great game. Good. And it applies to The Walking Dead, apparently.
1: Well, they, that's the only explanation I can think of.
0: Yeah, obviously. Otherwise, he's just magic, and he can materialize out of trees. That's horseshit. Eh, Right. Of course, of course, that's horseshit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Um, Next, we, we get some shots of some kind of mission. It seems like they're on a mission. We've got Rick saying things, or I should say Rick yelling things, we're doing this now. And then Ethan Embry goes, we're not ready. So they clearly go out to do something and then seem to have some sort of miscommunication on when exactly to do it. Now, what exactly they're doing, I can't really say. Um, It looks like it involves a big transport truck. Obviously, the transport truck is full of potatoes. Or or it kind of looks like it's full of walkers, actually. There's a scene where it looks like walkers are trying to push out of the back of the truck. Um, At least one female character gets eaten. She's knocked down and eaten by zombies. A lot of people think this character looks like Maggie, but I'm, I'm sorry. There is no way in a million years they would show us a character... Uh, such a main character like Maggie getting killed in the trailer?
1: Uh, I'm just doing a frame by frame on that. It kind of does look like Maggie, but
0: kind of doesn't either. I'm not denying that it kind of looks like her. I'm just saying that there's no way that they would give that away. If Maggie's going to get killed, it's going to be a surprise.
1: Yeah. Remember when we thought Daryl got got killed in the
0: trailer a couple of years Uh, ago? Yeah, that's right. And look who's still kicking around. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, didn't happen. So I, I'm going to say right now that's not Maggie, but it's probably some new Alexandria person. Um, but as for what they're doing, um, I was thinking about this. And with that truck there and truck full of zombies, I thought maybe did they go back to where uh, Daryl met Morgan outside that trap thinking there's supplies there. We just have to, you know, disarm this trap first. And they have a plan to do that, but things don't go quite as they hoped. That was my first thought, was that that's exactly uh, what happened. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, we, our assumption is that's a trap set by the wolves. We're well, not really assumption because we see the wolf people at the end of season five resetting that trap, right? Um, I don't know if they have any reason to think there is supplies there or anything they might need, but that's the last place we saw walkers inside a transport truck, or a truck of any kind, cube van even. So you kind of make the connection, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. We see some bodies being brought to the Alexandria graveyard behind those little spruce trees or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. And somebody's doing a voiceover, how many of us have to die before we do something? And I get the feeling here that um, the people of Alexandria think that Rick is getting people killed unnecessarily. Uh, we we see we've seen a couple shots in the trailer so far of that one Maggie looking person getting eaten. I think there's another shot of someone getting killed, and they're both people we don't really know. So clearly, Alexandria folk are getting getting killed, and the rest of the people aren't so happy about it.
1: Yeah, I would imagine not. <laughs> now, I just I've been going through the uh, the shots of the group in the uh, the town meeting. Okay, to, to look for. Anybody who's wearing that outfit that, uh, it's like a dark, uh, buttoned shirt with a green jacket with dark hair. Mm-hmm. And the only person I can find that, uh, is wearing an outfit that matches it
0: is Maggie. What? Okay. So are we really going to sit here and think, oh yeah, Maggie was just killed in the trailer? I think I need
1: to do a little more A, B comparison and looking for, cause... I don't know. It's the uh, the shirt matches. It's it's a button shirt with uh, a green jacket over top and dark hair.
0: Hmm. So, but it's hard to tell. So they're probably just trying to fool us.
1: Could be. Anyway, I'll keep uh, as we go through the uh,
0: the rest of the trailer. Uh, we'll, I'll will I'll keep an eye out for that same outfit. All see right. if I can spot it. See if anyone uh, see if anyone is wearing it. Um, I, I still am firmly and planted on the side of they would not show Maggie's death in the trailer. So I agree. They might they might try to make us think we see it, but they we definitely didn't see it. Right. Right. Okay. Yep. So, anyways, all of this um, to me, everything we've seen so far, and I guess more stuff coming up, is really just to show us that there's there's this big divide it seems between. Um. well, mostly between Rick and everybody else is the feeling I got so far. Yes.
1: So Rick wants to do something. The town is having uh, issues accepting what Rick wants to do and they need to convince. Uh, I guess there's, yeah, there's a divide there for sure.
0: I mean, Rick wants to do something or it might not even be anything really specific, but almost just like he has one way of of suggesting that they, you know, exist here in Alexandria and that isn't the way that everyone agrees with. So, um, this, uh, let's see, where are we now? So, oh, we get this quick scene of, of him standing on the road, talking to Daryl and, you know, he, Daryl sort of admits that even he feels differently about what's going on now. So Rick doesn't, Daryl's kind of wearing that outfit by the way. (laughs) So, well, I'm pretty sure it was a woman, so I don't know. Yeah, well, Daryl's outfit doesn't have sleeves, so no, that's that's the only real thing. It never, other than that, it it matches. Never does, yeah. Um, but but I think it's interesting that Rick's kind of right hand man for a long time is now saying to him, or at least it seems like it, that you know I'm not so sure your way is the right way anymore. Right. Right. Which could be, which could cause a lot of tension between those two. And then we see a quick shot of um, Morgan telling Deanna that he knows Rick and that he can stop him. So Morgan as well. I mean, we kind of, I guess we could assume that, that Morgan's got his, he's got his own uh, feelings on everything right now, which are contrary to Rick's. So it's not too surprising that they'd be on opposite ends of the spectrum. I think they are. (laughs) I think they may be. Um, the trailer slows down for a bit, for a minute here anyways, or a few seconds. Uh, we see some character moments between Glenn and Maggie. We see Morgan, Carl, I think for the first time, Rosita, uh, Carol, she appears to tell Rick that he's in charge now. So I think maybe Carol's still on team Rick. Mm -hmm. Always. Always. And, um... Morgan, we hear him telling Deanna that the world isn't what it once was. You don't know where you are now. So to me, this was really interesting because even though Morgan is kind of working against Rick, from what we can tell, he's also not 100% on Deanna's side, maybe, because he's telling her, look, Rick may not have the right plan here, but you guys also don't know what it's like out there because you've been in here the whole time. So. There's got to be some middle ground, and maybe Morgan's the only guy who can see the whole picture for what it is.
1: Well, yeah, because he's a monk.
0: <laughs> I guess so. He knows everything. He's He's got a f- complete picture of this universe in his head.
1: He is much
0: wise. Very much. Um, so, all right, a huge friggin' herd of walkers is coming down the road and arriving at the gate, so I'm going to assume that this is the herd that we saw Rick... Um, I don't know, sheep herding earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a pretty big group, which is cool. And we get some shots of Jesse, Daryl. We see Enid hiding behind some kind of wooden panel or sign in the woods. So she's still out on her little missions in the woods doing whatever she's doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we get Jesse telling people, this is what life is now. We have to fight or we die. So it sounds to me like Jesse is aligning herself with Mr. Rick Grimes. Of course. Of course, because they're probably a couple now.
1: Uh, I think they're they're on their way, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, if that's the case, I really hope that doesn't happen too quickly. I mean, if it's like two days later and Rick's moved into her house, it's going <laughs> to seem a little quick for me. It's a little quick.
1: <laughs> There's a shot right around here where uh, it's a shot of Daryl. I don't know if you have uh, you remember it, but in the background is a woman with dark hair wearing the outfit of uh, the person that gets killed by the zombie. So that's probably her. Yeah, and I don't recognize her, so I think she's a red shirt. All right, she's a red shirt wearing
0: a brown button-up shirt or whatever you said? Yeah, so she shows up and then dies. Yeah, so so these scenes all happen presumably before they go out on this mission to do whatever with the transport truck, even though we're seeing them after. So I think what we're going to get here probably is an episode or part of an episode of everybody in Alexandria. They take sides. They, you know, the show defines who feels what way. They sort of split the group into two halves. Um, and then they're going to, you know, take it from there and And some are going to go out and some are not. Now it's probably not going to be that simple, of course, but um, we will see. Uh, What's next? We've got, uh, oh, when Jesse's talking to people, she's talking to seven people out on the street. And I paused that frame and looked at it. I don't think I recognize any of them. But I was thinking yeah. if Jesse is on Rick's side, maybe this is like <clears throat> Rick's contingent. Maybe he's got a group of seven or eight people that are with him. Yeah. I don't know. And that doesn't seem to be like that many, really. Um, all right. We see Michonne, she's peeking out of a boarded up window with walkers outside and she says they're coming. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. I'm not sure what was going on there. And we see Jesse and her kids hiding in a closet with a gun. So So the zombies get in the walls. That's what I'm thinking. Why would they be hiding inside a closet? Zombies must be inside the town. Yeah. Unless she's hiding from somebody who she just feels is a danger to her.
1: Yeah, I think it's zombies though. You think so? Probably zombies in the wall. I do.
0: I do. I mean, it almost does feel like they need zombies to breach Alexandria at some point to make it exciting. Um, well, we had a few in when uh who was it? Gabriel forgot to close the door last yep. season. So, yeah, Gabriel. That guy. Brr. Notice, notably absent from this trailer. I don't think No, he's in it. He's in the scene of the town hall in the uh, in the house. He's in there. Okay, he's standing there, I guess, but we don't see yep. anything of, other than that. I don't think of him. No. Nope. All right. Deanna, we see her telling people that he's been out there, he's faced it. We're going to trust him all of us, and she appears to be talking about Morgan. And as she says all of us, I notice we get a shot of Daryl further solidifying the fact that I think Daryl is with them now. Yeah. All right um, we see Glenn and Corey Hawkins as Heath shooting some walkers who crash through a window. and we hear Rick saying, we got to keep moving. a lot of characters running through the woods, Alexandrians that I don't recognize Nicholas, Carol. Um, We get Carol. The Alexandrians. Yeah. Sorry. uh, Somebody wearing the right outfit again? There's a shot. There is. uh, There's a shot
1: of, was it two, four, six people running through the woods? Uh One of them is Heath. In the front is the woman that is wearing that outfit. So I think the group that shows up with Heath has at least one,
0: possibly more people that are uh, zombie fodder. Do you think Heath, though shows up at Alexandria's part of another group or is he just always there we just didn't meet him in season 5 I don't know there's five, six people here that
1: uh, none of which I recognize uh so I think that they show up I think that they uh,
0: uh they're from another group that come along I wonder if this could be a scenario where we as the audience get shown this other group sort of out struggling to survive. We don't know who they are. We don't know anything about them. We don't have any context. And then they show up at Alexandria's gate, you know, to to come in. I'm not sure what purpose that would serve, but, um, I feel like that might be something they do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're running through the f- woods. Now, here's an interesting shot. We get Carol. She's peeking around some bushes at somebody who is chopping a body with an axe, but I couldn't tell who was doing the chopping. Uh, let's see. Okay. Any, any more information? I've
1: been, I've been jumping around. Uh...
0: All right. Well, if you, if you look for that, yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting because Carol sneaking around again inside the walls, it appears, and somebody's hacking a body on the on the ground, but it's too it's obscured who it is so i don't know who she's spying on but i do think it's interesting that carol is doing some spying that's true <laughs> spying carol spying carol all uh, right we get morgan telling somebody you choose this life you will die and then he says you get the hell out of here and you don't ever come back so who could he be talking to here is he trying to banish rick i don't see that happening
1: uh I don't know. I got the impression he was talking to Rick, that if you've chosen this life, then you don't have any place here, kind of thing.
0: It it makes sense. You know, if if they're at odds, it makes sense that Rick wants to do things one way and Morgan's saying no, and if you don't agree with us, you have to go, because we know that that's what Alexandria does. They banish people. Right. But I just can't see them trying to banish Rick. It, I mean, I guess it could come up in conversation, but I, I don't see it ever happening. That's the thing. Right. That's true. Um, So I wonder if they're going to, I don't know, pick another character and almost use another character as an example, sort of like we're going to kick him out. You better straighten up kind of thing or you'll you'll be out there with him or or her. They could kick out, kick out anybody they want. (laughs) Um, And then another really interesting shot, somebody in a hood going down the street in Alexandria, shooting people, not zombies, shooting living people in Alexandria and hmm. I thought this was especially weird because, first of all, who's, like, wearing a hood dis, um, disguising themselves to kill people? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's such a big I, question. I don't know. I just don't know. I, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, and then we see Morgan strike down somebody with his staff of striking. And I thought it was Father Gabriel at first. So maybe that was Father Gabriel's... Uh, uh, extra scene in, in this trailer, but I'm not sure. It was a pretty fast shot. Yeah. I'm more interested in who's in that hood though. So I'm curious. I can't wait to find that out. All right. Um, more voiceover work this time, Rick saying, you think you're going to take this community from us, from Daryl, from Michonne, from Glenn, from me, as he yells it. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. And as he says, each character, character's name we see that character killing zombies so um this i like this part a lot it was pretty cool we don't know who rick's talking to though no right he's he's trying to take charge um we see michonne as he lists her coming out of a building chopping off heads with her sword we see glenn with nick still he's still with nick um amongst a whole bunch of zombies And Rick is indoors when he says, from me. So this, again, appears to be happening within the walls of Alexandria. Yeah. And then, you know, we get a whole bunch of pretty much out of context shots, including a whole bunch of zombies all over the place. We see Rick driving an RV with a bloody hand. We get Abraham yelling, don't do it, Rick. We have Daryl yelling, they're coming. And... At one point, Rick appears to be pointing a gun at Morgan and says, do you have any idea who you're talking to? But again, this could be creative editing. I don't know if he's actually pointing the gun at Morgan. Yeah. We see shitloads of zombies outside the wall. Um, And then there's a couple shots that we may have had one earlier too, but Maggie and Aaron on some kind of sewer culvert mission doing something. Yeah. and there's some really really gross zombies in that culvert. You you have any any idea what's going on here? What they might be doing? Where they might be going? It's it's just your typical sewer walk. Yeah, they're just they're dating now and they're going on a sewer walk. They're going on a sewer <laughs> walk.
1: I mean, you got to you got to think of creative things to do on a date in uh, in this world. And uh the
0: answer is a uh, sewer walk. That but that means that Maggie has uh moved on from Glenn and she's hooked up with Aaron who, if you recall, is gay. So (laughs) I think it's unlikely (laughs) that that would happen, but I suppose you never know. And maybe a sewer walk is what it takes. You know what? What? The person in the hoodie
1: that's uh, running and shooting, Mm -hmm. it's a long jacket, right? And they're wearing something either on their neck or around their face. So clearly disguised. Clearly disguised. And then there's a shot of Carol walking down the street wearing, you can't see a hood, but it's a similar jacket and there's a thing around her neck, like a a scarf or something. So
0: is Carol up to no good again? Is Carol running and shooting? I don't know, man. Like, Do you remember in the trailer for season five this time last year and they showed Carol wearing the stench coat? As she went through the zombies, as uh, as she went to Terminus to, to rescue yep. them all. Yep. And, you know, there was some question as to whether that was her. And she had the, the red Georgia dirt on her face. And you and I didn't even recognize her at first, but everyone else pointed out that it was her. So they tried, they they basically showed Carol being sneaky that in the trailer last year. Could they be doing that again? I don't know. But if the yeah. outfit fits, I mean, that's... The sounds- outfit
1: is... It's- it's similar. It's a long coat, dark clothes, something around the neck or face. Interesting. But it is blurry. So that that,
0: that runner and gunner should could be Carol. Well, I'm going to watch it again after we do this, but I'd be kind of surprised, but maybe it is. The thing, this trailer does not really give us a good feeling on what Carol's role is at the beginning of season six. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe if that's her, maybe that's a hint. Like maybe that's maybe that's telling us something. But I think if it's um, unless it, it, I think it would have to be a little b- more clearly her, because I don't know. I couldn't tell. I looked at that scene pretty long. And I couldn't tell who it was. I think it's
1: Carol, and I think she's shooting looters, people that uh, actual people that have broken into Alexandria, and because uh, they're the two people that she shoot, uh, they're carrying a lot of crap. Like they're carrying backpacks and looks like a laptop or a book.
0: <laughs> Probably I don't know. I not not a lot of use for laptops anymore.
1: But or books really. Uh but you know, they're, they're carrying a lot of crap. So it looks like uh there's people that have broken into Alexandria uh to steal stuff. And the the, the person that uh, uh that Morgan is whacking with his uh with his post uh is another person that uh, shows up later on uh, when Carl is hiding behind a corner and somebody is in the house, that's the same guy that uh, that Morgan whacks with his staff.
0: Okay, so I think what you're getting at is maybe some uninvited people come into Alexandria and are are doing whatever they want, and they're trying to defend the place. Yeah,
1: the thing is when he when that that guy is in the house and Carol's or not Carol but uh, Carl is around the corner, the guy is carrying a staff. So so I don't know if he got that from Morgan or just happens to be a staff guy along with Morgan and they have a staff fight which sure, would be awesome. You're sure it's
0: not Morgan though, right? Uh well, why would Carl hide from Morgan? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe who who knows what's really going on. You got to think that Carl is on the side of his dad and if you know, if these if these two different ideals come to explode a little bit here you never know what could be going on in alexandria i think it'd be crazy if they if they started killing each other within the town but i do like the idea that maybe someone has showed up and broken in or or just tried to you know overtake the place and everyone who's there is defending it like maybe maybe all this we we've seen is everybody in alexandria being split apart and then there's an outside force that comes in and that's what drives them back together to defend the place
1: yeah. I don't I got know. One more thing I want to look at here. The shot of the six people that are showing up uh, along with Heath, I think one of them is the guy that Morgan hits with the staff. Hmm. And I'm a little bit curious about that. And I'm trying to find it, but I can't find it right now. Anyway, I, go on. I'll, I feel
0: I'll... like that would be kind of being there, done that, though. Like Rick's group, they're the outsiders that showed up, and they're the people that. that clash with Alexandria do we really need another group of outsiders coming who they let in maybe they're friendly and then they don't really fit in and get along I don't know seems like they've already sort of done that but I don't know
1: well maybe Heath is uh you know he comes with that group that does the looting but stops it and everybody goes hey that's awesome Heath welcome to Alexandria
0: (laughs) you're good your friends they gotta go but you're okay yeah (laughs) I don't know Well, it's, it's interesting. If you, if you find that scene and get any more information, you, uh, let me know. Um, so, but back to the, back to the culvert thing, I, I have no idea what's going on there. I mean, maybe they're just out and they have to flee and hide or something and they run in there. I'm talking about Maggie and Aaron. Um, you know, I, I don't know who knows what they could be doing in there, but I think what we can take away from that is there's one or two zombies in there that, um, that just seems so nasty, so gross, and waterlogged, so much more than teabag zombie way back in season two in The Well. Oh, yeah. Se- sewer zombies are the worst. Yeah, this is a sewer zombie, exactly. We might need a better name for him than that, but let's wait until we see the show and get some more context. But uh, I am I am curious to find out what's going on there. Um, one other shot before we end part one here is that... A we see somebody fall off the wall of Alexandria on fire. And I I don't think it was a a walker or a zombie. I I think it was a person that was on fire for some reason and they fell off the wall. So I don't know what's going on there either. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just looked like a stuntman falling off the wall on fire, but I'm going to choose to ignore that part of my my, uh, feeling on it and go, something cool is happening because that guy's on fire. (laughs) yeah right uh we see walkers all over the street and um then we get the shot of rick and whoever he tackled lying on the ground as the zombies go off the cliff so that could be that's the sort of other angle on that shot which i thought was cool because it was um it was sort of overhead right and you're looking down the cliff while you see them lying on the ground and that is i think more or less the end of part one
1: uh, yep. And the, I, I found this scene and, uh, the six people that show up does not
0: include the guy that got hit by Morgan. Okay. So who knows? Who knows what's going on there? These could be all just people that already exist in Alexandria that we just haven't met yet. I don't know. Could be. So this whole section of this trailer, almost everything we've seen here is all about setting up this conflict between different ways of living in Alexandria so is that going to be and typically these trailers show footage from the first three maybe four episodes of the season because they've only been filming since May right May June and uh, here we are middle of July so they've done about three episodes um are we going to get you know three episodes or four episodes the first half of the first half of the season all about conflict in Alexandria uh yeah that stands to a reason I think so. I think so. And that's okay. I mean, I think that could be interesting. It's really just picking up where they left off because that was already starting to happen at uh, in season five. So I think it could be okay. And I think what they showed us here was um, certainly compelling enough because it does look like there's an awful lot of undead looks like there's an awful lot of people leaving alexandria to go do stuff getting into trouble as well as you know interesting things between morgan deanna rick and everybody in alexandria so we will see we will see what happens yes we will any other thoughts on the first half before we talk about the the daryl denouement here not at this time okay okay so we come back after the announcement that The Walking Dead is returning on October the 11th, which uh, is a good day for it to return, but I think a little earlier than we may have expected. Yeah, I was expecting closer to Halloween. Anyways, it's October 11th. We come back and Daryl, there he is. Now he gets to shine. He is got his hands bound and he's sitting against a tree and Mystery Man says to him, you don't say shit and I don't kill you. Right. So he's telling Daryl to stay silent, right? Yep. He's telling him, don't say anything. Of course, Daryl being Daryl says, I ain't who you think I am. And the guy cocks his gun right at his head. That's right. So interesting. Who does he think he is? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I, I I got no idea. Um, But Daryl seems to escape after this. Uh, We see him fleeing through the forest, pushing his motorcycle at one point. Um, Then we get a shot of a couple of women with their hands raised. Who knows if if Daryl's even in that scene? You can't really tell. And we finish, although in my notes I wrote fish, we fish with (laughs) Daryl. Cool. We finish with Daryl breathing heavily, kind of on his knees, as if he's just gotten away from somebody. So. What's going on with Daryl? Why is he out there? I, I don't know. Maybe he was on a on a supply run mission. He encounters some people that aren't so friendly. They tie him up and point a gun at him. Yep, that seems Maybe. that seems kind of uh, you know vague <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and likely, but I don't know. The other thing is that no single person that I could see in this trailer appeared with a W carved into their forehead. Oh, that's true. No wolves, so very true. So, what's the deal with the wolves? Are the people that Daryl is met up with? Are they the wolves? Are they related to them? Are they somebody else altogether? I don't know. could be could be. I don't know. Um, How did you feel about the daryl stuff though like did it did it sort of pique your interest? Do you have any theories of what's going on?
1: Well, I'm interested in the show, regardless, but uh yeah, I thought that was interesting. I would. Uh, I want to find out what's going on with Daryl and why he's there and why, you know, we have this s- Daryl uh, section, but he's also in the other section. So he's not. it's not like he's been separated. Uh, I think it's just going to be a minor little thing. It's going to take, uh, f- you know, f- five to ten minutes to resolve and then uh, back to normal. So this might just be a short little sideline.
0: Mm, I don't know, man. Maybe they're going to do this the same way they did it with with um beth in the hospital like they show us this and then we get a couple of beth episodes all by herself there maybe we're gonna get some daryl episodes in season six as he's out doing doing supply runs um, but he's in the other other uh plot lines as well yeah i know but he could be around the town and then after maybe in season three or season uh Episode two or three, he leaves, we don't see him for four and five, and then we have Daryl episode six, seven, and then the Daryl rescue episode in episode eight. Yeah, but they haven't filmed that yet. No, I know that. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if they're following the same formula, if they're following the Beth pattern, this could be what they're doing. Yeah, they're totally not. And and I hope not either, because th- being there, done that, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, it's interesting, uh, to, to see what's, what's up and, um, who knows? I mean, that Daryl stuff could, could factor in heavily. Like maybe he leads these people back to Alexandria for all we know, but I don't think he'd be that stupid, but you never know. You never know. So there you go. That is the season six trailer. It was pretty awesome. Um, however, I do think it's it's a bit of a, almost a bit of a tough sell for the first half of this trailer to be like, okay, everything we're showing you so far is just about how people can't get along in Alexandria. Right. You know what I mean? Is that is that a compelling enough sort of storyline to maintain for half a season or not even half a season? Uh,
1: no, I don't think half a season. I think an episode, maybe two. This is- Like, remember the-, the uh you know the premiere is a ninety-minute premiere. It is, yes. So I think they're going to wrap up all that stuff. Like everything we saw, we saw in the first section is probably in the uh, in the premiere.
0: Interesting. So so we're seeing even less of the story this year than we have in past years.
1: I would think so, except for the Daryl stuff. The Daryl stuff might be second or third episode, but uh, I think most of what we
0: saw is in the premiere. Interesting. Well, that's cool. That means that we. We have even less of an idea of what the hell's going on, and and come episode two or three, you know, it'll be all new territory for us. True. Um, a couple other things that came out of the panel um, that I was reading via MTV News. Um, as I already mentioned, 654 Walker extras were used in the premiere. So that big herd of Walkers, you're right, probably shows up in the first episode. Yep. That's that's big. As you said, it's going to be 90 minutes long, which is fantastic. The more, the better. Um, and apparently it's going to be shown at Madison Square Garden. So if you're in New York or somewhere in that area and you want to go watch the premiere on a, in a uh, sports arena, you can do that at MSG in Manhattan. I, I actually wouldn't recommend that. Why not?
1: Well, I saw the uh, series finale of Star Trek The Next Generation at Skydome. That's uh, the first time I saw it was at Skydome with like uh, 50,000 people.
0: That kind of thing. It's a lot of people, and it's called the Rogers Center now. Just in case anyone's confused,
1: at the time it was the Skydome. Fair enough. And uh, so, and I thought that would be awesome. Like a whole bunch of us went. There was like 20 people in our group. It was free, so we just kind of showed up and watched it. I mean, as far as a uh, entertaining way to spend a couple of hours, it's good. But if you want to actually watch the episode, don't watch it that way because you won't get. Uh, the full impact of the episode. I would never do that again. I would do that on a second viewing,
0: but I wouldn't do it to watch it uh, for the first time. Is it just because there's too many people and you can't pay attention and the sound isn't that great and
1: there's too much going on. It's too it's too exciting. There's too many, uh too many year buddies. Uh you know, it's just it's just not
0: conducive to
1: to watching. <laughs> You've
0: smoked way too much weed. I mean come I, on. Well
1: I didn't. Other people <laughs> probably did, but I sure as hell didn't. Uh-huh. It was uh yeah, it just didn't feel right. I much enjoyed the uh the finale
0: more uh on the second viewing. All right. Well, I guess I'm kind of with you. I don't know that I'd want to watch something, especially something we watch so closely as this on the big screen. That being said, um, at various Walker Stalker cons, I have watched episodes of the show with a crowd. Not that big a crowd, but with a group of people. And it's not too bad, but I do have some of the same issues with it mostly because you can't control like some people are just loud there's other distractions and you can't really put all of your attention on the show so yeah
1: um, I would recommend any venue where the screen is closer than half a kilometer away
0: <laughs> closer than half a kilometer that's pretty far yeah it's about 500 yards sure that's a long long way Yeah. All right. Well, it's going to be shown at MSG. If you want to do that, you can. Apparently at the panel, Lenny James also said something about finding out what happened to Morgan. So Morgan's journey between um, Clear and Alexandria could be revealed, which I think would be really fun.
1: It could very well be just Lenny James, you know, Rick saying, hey, what are you doing here? And, uh, you know, Lenny James, Morgan saying, I walked. Yeah, I strolled, killed some guys, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I walked here. I picked up this stick, you know, whacked some zombies with it. They went down, so I kept whacking them with it.
0: Well, we also heard though that that I think there's going to be more flashbacks this season. They're taking a flashback model for season six, so I think maybe Lenny James's story will actually be played out on screen via flashbacks. Now, whether it's like it's a bottle episode of him of him traveling the whole thing, and that's all we see. Or if they sprinkle it in throughout the season, I don't know. But I think we're going to get a little more Morgan, which is cool. Do you think the Daryl stuff is a flashback? Hmm. I I don't know. I mean, my first thought was those are the wolves. He's encountered the wolves, but they didn't have Ws. So it could be. could be someone else altogether. But what's he doing? No, it can't be because he has his Alexandria motorcycle. Oh, that's true. Right? That's true. That's true. So uh, if it's a flashback, it's to like last week <laughs> right or less i don't know well they could they could do that they could um and then one more thing an actress named Merritt weaver has joined the cast and she's a pretty big uh b- pretty big name as well she was on nurse jackie which i think you've watched and uh new girl which I'll i haven't watched up. but Merit? uh m-e-r-r-i-t-t uh sorry Weaver. w-e-v-e-r um has joined the cast. I didn't recognize this person, but she's been on a lot of shows. Oh, totally. Yeah, she's awesome.
1: There you go. She was in uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which is where
0: I first saw her, and then Nurse Jackie, her character is excellent. Cool. So that's that's exciting casting for you then. Yeah. No, I'm very happy about that. I didn't know that at all. That's great. All right. So we've got um, Ethan Embry. We've got Rusty from Gris- the Griswold family, the last Rusty anyways, um, and we've got Merritt Weber from Nurse Jackie. So some couple of big names they're casting, which haven't even really been added to IMDb yet. So who knows? Awesome. I think all that means that the people that handle these people, like their assistants, haven't gotten around to updating the IMDb yet. Right. So get on that, people. Yeah, totally. All right. That is the trailer for The Walking Dead Season 6. It will be coming back on October the 11th, Sunday night at 9 p.m. on amc we are all looking forward to that and of course we will be podcasting and breaking that down as we usually do let's take a very short break to talk about how you can help support the old podcast here um and we're going to do something we haven't done in a long time jason we are we are uh we're going to talk about audible for a second oh cool And that's because Lisa from Houston, Texas wrote in this email and uh, she said this was in response to our iZombie review. Remember when we talked about iZombie? Mm -hmm. Incidentally, I've watched a little bit more of that show. Um, Not enough to, to either confirm or, you know, invalidate my opinions of it yet, but I have been kind of enjoying it enough to keep going. So yay, iZombie. (laughs) Um, but Lisa writes, uh, with an audible suggestion. She says, it's a book. I've listened to it twice on my audible app called Raising Stony Mayhall written by Daryl Gregory. I'm sure the book's actual summary can do a better job than me, but I would describe it as an intelligent zombie boy raised by humans in secret who explores his zombiness and dedicates his quote life to understanding and pushing his zombiness to new lengths. And from audible, it says, in 1968, after the first zombie outbreak, Wanda Mayhall and her three young daughters discover the body of a teenage mother during a snowstorm, wrapped in the woman's arms as a baby, stone cold, not breathing, and without a pulse. But then his eyes open and look up at Wanda, and he begins to move. The family hides the child, whom they name Stony, rather than turn him over to the authorities who would destroy him. Right. So this is a book that uh, Lisa and Houston wanted to recommend. It sounds interesting. I may check it out. And if you want to do so, you should visit audibletrial.com slash talking dead. And you can get this book or really any other one you want for free, along with a free 30 day trial. That's audibletrial.com slash talking dead to check out Raising Stony Mayhall about a zombie boy who uh, pushes his zombiness to new lengths, <laughs> which sounds great. And, uh, you know, if you, don't dis- if you decide to not stick with Audible, you get to keep the book, but you do get a 30-day free trial to uh, try out the service. So audibletrial.com slash Dead to do that. Um, also, real quick, please remember to use our Amazon links when you shop at Amazon, talkingdeadpodcast.com slash Amazon, and click on the country of your choice. Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you
1: I love your precious heart I I was standing You were there Two worlds collided
0: And they We could live for a thousand years, but if I hurt you, I'd make wine from your teeth. I told you. All right, we are back, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us. Now we're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. So. Things that are, you know, th- what we do here on the podcast, Jason, has expanded twofold in the last little while because now we have a whole second show that we're going to be talking about. Right. It, that's exciting. It is exciting. And a little. I'm looking forward to a it. And little, a little scary because like, you know, are we going to, what's it going to be like talking about two shows that are sort of set or that are set in the same universe? How will we compare them? What will we do? I mean, I hope we can, I hope we like the new show. What if we don't like it? These are all questions that cannot at this time be answered. That's true. That's true. All we can do now is talk about the trailer that they put out. I'm not going to go through this one in as much detail. And the reason for that is because we don't have the context, the backstory, five other seasons to compare it to. So we don't know as much about it. All we know is what they're showing us on screen. What they have announced, though, is that it will premiere on August 23rd, which confuses me a little bit.
1: It confuses you. Yeah,
0: because I assumed that this would be on August the 30th. Because if episode one is on August 30th, that means it's going to run for six weeks, finish up, and then the next week will be Walking Dead main show premiering. The way they're doing it is we're going to have a week between the two shows, October the 4th, with no Walking Dead show on. Mm. Unless they've got other plans, who knows, they may have other plans for us but the way the weeks fall we've got fear the walking dead for 6 weeks starting on a, on August 23rd and then a week off on the 4th maybe they just feel like they we need a break in between i don't know
1: maybe they're just going to they're going to do a um, a marathon
0: ooh that's good thinking actually i bet you i bet you that's what it is they're doing <laughs> yeah. a marathon on uh on the 4th the weekend of the 4th maybe the 3rd 4th yeah all right Good, good thinking. Anyways, um, August twenty third, we will be podcasting about that. So, um, this trailer. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you give us your thoughts on this trailer in general?
1: In general, so or, uh, or in I,
0: specifics, whatever you want. In, in specifics,
1: there are uh, human beings in this trailer, and there are what looks like zombies in this trailer. So the the idea of Fear the Walking Dead is it takes place during the initial outbreak. Um, so we have, uh, even people, before it too, I even think. before it. So they have people going about their business. They have, uh, you know, going about their daily lives. They're talking about, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, something going around. Uh, you know, one of the main characters says that, uh, no, she got her flu shot. So she's at work today. Uh, but there's obviously something going on and it starts to break out and get more and more hectic and more and more mayhem. And, uh, you know, we see hazmat teams, we see stuff going on in the news, everything is confusing. Uh, so it's during the initial outbreak, and I, I really like that idea. And I think this is going to be uh, a lot more suspenseful in, uh, because we know what, you know, as, as the audience, we've got a total, you know, three's company situation going on here. The actors, the characters don't know what's going on, but we, the audience, we know exactly what's going on. You know, Mr. Furley's confused, and he's, he's misread the situation, and... Uh uh, Chrissy and Jack and Janet are confused at Mr. Furley, but they, you know, they're going about their business. But the only only person who knows actually what's happening is the audience. And so we're totally going to have that situation in this show. And I like Three's Company, so uh, why wouldn't I like this?
0: But does that make it tougher, a tougher sell? Like, because the audience knows what's... Not a tougher sell, but like, does it make it more difficult for for them to inject tension and fear and things like that because the audience does know what's going on in a comedy like three's company that's fine you you can you can revel in the misunderstanding of it all there's no misunderstanding here it's just that the audience knows something the characters don't and i know that's not uncommon in movies and shows and so on but here it's like the thing that we know is the key it's the big soup like it's the big super idea here right there are zombies about to come the undead are walking the earth and that's what our characters don't know so i wonder if everything they show us is going to be a little tougher to just take seriously because we're like come on people it's zombies like get on with it
1: i trust them they're professionals
0: yeah that's true that's very true but i i just think it's I think it is harder, not impossible, and, like you said, they're professionals, so they are they are going to surprise us with something really exciting
1: yeah, maybe it's uh maybe they will surprise us entirely, and that it's not uh the same uh universe, it's actually a different universe, and they <laughs> quell the outbreak. It is, uh, they you know, they roll it back and they're like, wow, that was close. Boy, that was a,
0: <laughs> almost a full zombie apocalypse. Let's get back to our regular yeah. lives, teaching, teaching school and running a, or working in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, that
1: wasn't an apocalypse. That was just a zombie crisis for
0: a while there. But uh, luckily it's not the full-on apocalypse. And then we'll have the apocalypse in season two. Right, right, right. Once the, they get back to normal, everything settles down again. They let their guard down and all of a sudden full-blown apocalypse. That's right. Well, I I really liked this trailer a lot. Um, like you said, it was fun to see, or it was cool to see people going about their daily business, nothing out of the ordinary. And I would like to see them keep that going for a while, like at least a couple episodes of just people going about their lives, dealing with each other, with their jobs, whatever. And there's a bit of zombie stuff happening in the background, right? Like yep. like you said, those shots of the news footage, There's a, there's a scene here where... Um, you see people uh, watching TV and there's footage of a paramedic helping someone and suddenly that person they're helping reaches up and grabs them and then they're shooting him and he won't go down. And like those kind of things, which maybe are even a little bit too obvious, but if we get a whole bunch of that for a couple episodes, I'd be totally fine with that. That'd be cool. You know, it would be really, really fun.
1: I've talked about this before, but uh, yes, they. I think that that would be really good as well. But it's that their daily lives has to be compelling in some way. Like it can't just be, uh, you know, watching uh, a couple of people eat breakfast in the morning and read
0: the paper. Sure, but no yeah. show could maintain that, right? I mean, compelling exactly. Compelling is, is, is important for whatever you're doing. And if they can make an interesting show about these people, then that's what it can be for a while.
1: I've seen shows recently where the entire pilot episode was not compelling at all. It's like, I don't care about these characters. I don't care about anything that's going on. And I've heard from multiple people, just give it time. It gets better. It's like, well, no, the initial episode has to be compelling. I need to have a reason to watch the second episode. I think I've even said that to you. Yeah, and we were probably talking about the same show. What are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, We're talking about that... uh what is the name of it? It takes place on Hawaii. It starts the dad from uh, Friday Night Lights, The Coach.
0: Oh, I haven't watched that. You're thinking of Bloodline.
1: Bloodline, I haven't, yeah. I haven't the,
0: watched it yet, though.
1: Yeah, the first episode of that was just like, come on. It was so boring. It was a dinner party that they were having, and it's just like, uh, they're introducing the characters,
0: and I'm like, I don't care about these characters. Oh, look, uh, she's a drunk, and she's showing up late. I don't care. But see, I from what I understand, and I don't want to talk about Bloodline too long. But somebody I was talking to said that show starts at the end, and then goes back and fills in the story from there. Which I guess if the end is boring, then that's a bad sign. But I've also heard that that show is fantastic. And yeah, and come on, you you gotta give something more than a single episode. Like you really disregard a show after one episode.
1: Yeah, I don't have time to, you know, give tv shows a whole run there's
0: so much out there but what, it's got to get me it's got to at least interest me in some way but what about like i'm not saying a whole run but what about two or three episodes let them have time to get rolling introduce the characters a little bit better i don't know okay whatever I, How, something uh, I, I needed something to hang my hat on there was nothing in that that
1: episode that where i could hang my hat
0: all right well i don't think that's going to be the case with fear the Walking Dead. Um but uh, <laughs> let's hope not. That's for sure anyways, because we got to watch it no matter what. I'm just saying. Right. Um, what else about this trailer? Oh, we get to find out what Frank Delane as Nick is running from. Remember when we saw that teaser of him running with his shirt off? Yep. Well, it turns out it's not, you know, a, a girlfriend's father or something like that. He seems to be living or sleeping in some kind of shantytown in a church. Well, it's the shanty church. A shanty church. And he wakes up one morning and everyone's dead and he sees a zombie girl eating somebody. And so he takes off. And then uh, what we didn't see in the in the um, uh, like trailer teaser bit before is that he then gets hit by a car. And this is kind of the point where things start to go bad, at least in the trailer, because he ends up in the hospital. Right. So he does encounter a undead flesh eater. Right. And not just I a, had
1: uh I'm a Barbie girl by Aqua running through my head when you he said he encounters a zombie girl. Zombie girl. I'm, I'm a, a zombie, zombie girl. <laughs> girl. In a zombie world. How come nobody has
0: recorded that parody? Somebody needs to do that.
1: It's fantastic. <laughs> Man, that song is catchy.
0: There you go. You're gonna be singing that for days now. Yeah, it's gonna be stuck in my head for a week. Yep. Um so that's that. Uh let's see, what else? Uh it looks like uh, Madison played by Kim Dickens and Travis. They're the couple played by Cliff Curtis. It looks like they get separated at some point. It seems like Travis and a few people are maybe in the city or at least out of their home. And they're surrounded by panic and everything's going crazy. A lot of chaos. And Kim Dickens is at home. Um, Hard to tell, though, how linear this trailer is, right? So we don't know if those are happening at the same time or or what, but it does look like they're together for a while and somehow get separated, so that could be fun. Um, One thing I noticed is that Travis's son, Chris, the other kid in this, it looks like he spends a lot of time filming everything with a camcorder. He has that thing in his hand a lot. I really hope that doesn't factor into the show in some way.
1: You think it might be a found footage kind of thing?
0: Oh, I hope not. I do not want to see, like, I don't want to see the footage from his camera unless they like hide out somewhere and he comes in all in a panic and he's like, oh my God, look what I saw, look what I saw. And he shows them something happening and then that's it. Like, that would be fine, right? He just happened to record it. But if he's running around the whole time recording things, that's going to piss me off. Right. Because- Well,
1: we'll write him a letter.
0: Yeah. Don't do that, people make sure that camera gets destroyed very quickly on and we can move away from it. Please, writers of major television shows, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um otherwise, yeah, this is just I thought it was uh it was a great trailer. Made me really excited for this show. Um in some ways, I'm more excited for this to premiere than season 6 of the main show, not entirely, but I am more curious about this because it's all new. Um, I thought it was, I thought they did a good job of kind of just showing how the characters have no idea what's going on and total panic and total chaos. And, oh, everything they showed us to me had a really big feeling. Like I felt like the entire city of Los Angeles was just. In absolute pandemonium, so... I I read that they burned down the whole city for the pilot. They just burned the sucker down, eh? Yeah, I read that somewhere
1: online. I'm I'm sure it's true that they they actually destroyed the whole uh, Los Angeles proper.
0: Well, I, you know, I mean, I could believe it because it was, it just felt really huge and really monumental, you know, um, what they were showing us. I really felt like everything was totally going to shit and it wasn't just kind of like a localized thing right so yeah i'm i'm really happy about it um i thought i'd i I mean i posted both these trailers on our facebook page and i thought i'd read a few comments that people had about this one um kiana said this looks really good i'm going to be in zombie heaven between this and the walking dead um let's see Jennifer said, Yes, I might be more excited for that than I am for The Walking Dead. So, you know, people are pretty excited about this. Friend of the show Dave said, I had no interest in Fear the Walking Dead. That has changed. Love the adult cast. Super strong actors. Also love the idea that I'll have no expectations as far as story. Right? That's a big thing, too. We don't know where this is going to go. LR said, Okay, any concerns I may have had are now gone. It's going to be great. Amy said, I wasn't really excited about it before, but I'm open to it now. Come on, August. <laughs> um, let's see. Nikki said, looks great. August 23rd is a lot closer than October. Caitlin, wow, looks awesome. Can't wait. Uh, Some people were upset about it being geo-blocked. I'm sorry, I can't control what AMC does. Hopefully, they release a trailer that's viewable outside the United States soon in Canada. Um let's see Kevin said it doesn't look bad but the angst-ridden teenage son I'm going to want to punch in the throat hopefully he shapes up real fast I'm sure he will (laughs) yeah and uh you know Adrienne said this looks really good and Gary said wow so people for the most part I think are pretty super excited about this they really like the trailer I I think they are it sounds like it so that's good um I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun, uh, August boy. We're going to be watching new walking dead straight from the middle of August. you not in count, not, not including the break, but straight through to like April next year. Yeah. It's fantastic, man. Super duper. Super, super duper. Um, all right. Anything else about these trailers or comic con or anything like that, that we need to talk about? Maybe we should talk about the new Superman versus Batman trailer a little bit. I don't want to. Have you watched it? Uh, I have not. Okay. It's weird. I I don't know about that movie, so let's not get into it. Um, I watched a a Suicide Squad trailer today. Right. That seems like kind of a weird movie, too. Um, No new Star Wars trailer, which I was bummed about, but they did put out like a behind-the-scenes kind of making of, which had lots of interesting information. But there's no movie I'm more excited for this year than Star Wars, so I was hoping for a new trailer for that, so... I don't know. Yeah. You haven't seen any of this stuff, though, eh?
1: No, I haven't. I've been uh, in uh, incognito. No, that's not right. Busy I've hanging been, out with I, your mom. I've had my head buried in a big pile of
0: sand for uh, all weekend, essentially. Sounds dry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be it then. Um, we will be back in a couple of weeks to, uh, you know, hopefully talk about more Walking Dead news, things like that. Uh, and, you know, I don't know, what is it, July? Jeez, man, we're about a month away from um, from Fear the Walking Dead. So I don't know if we'll have time to do another actor spotlight, but maybe one more, maybe one more. Maybe. We'll figure maybe that maybe out. one more. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, until next time, everyone, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. Wait, I got to tell everyone how to contact us. Contact us at the following places. All right. uh, What's our phone number? I don't know. 1-844-483-9662. You can call us at that phone number. You can find us on Twitter at... I don't know. Come on. You got to know the Twitter address. We've been doing this for five Uh, years. uh,
1: Talking Dead Dead podcast at Twitter.
0: (laughs) For the record, everyone, I'm not sure, Jason, Twitter? I'm not sure he even knows how Twitter works. Um, <laughs> how does Twitter work? What is Twitter? At Talking Dead on Twitter. Um, Facebook.com slash. Is that, uh, is Twitter like MySpace? No. <laughs> friend
1: friend faces? What's that? Uh, friendster?
0: That's it. Friendster. Friendster. Is that even a thing? I think so. Jesus, man. Uh, what's our Facebook page? <sighs> this is a test. I don't know.
1: The Talking Dead. Facebook.com slash The Talking Dead.
0: That is correct. Go there um, and comment on stuff like all those great people I read a few minutes ago and email us at TalkingDeadPodcast at gmail.com.
1: That's pronounced gmail.
0: Oh, sorry. TalkingDeadPodcast at com. That's right. At least you know that. Uh, right. Okay, now let's wrap things up. Until next time, everyone. Thanks. My name is Chris. My name is uh, Twitter. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.